so these are the three basic very fundamental qualities for good listening one is unconditional positive regard empathy and genuineness these are the three things these are the larger umbrella under which you can you can come up with a lot of things but everything else of course you know other skills and probably techniques whatever you want to call them they are all there but this is the foundation on which this entire you know uh, listening building stands the foundation with unconditional positive regard empathy and genuineness so invitation to all of you Uh, any understanding what do you think this unconditional positive regard this sounds like a very tricky and a very tough word but what would it really mean shweta actually i was going to ask you that what does this mean it sounds something complicated is it as complicated as it sounds and uh, beverly is a to what you asked about listening earlier that not to prejudge not to these are the three principles three basic qualities as i said unconditional positive regard in a literal terms it means to have this unconditional positive regards towards a person so when i say unconditional it automatically means there is no condition attached it is unconditional it really doesn't matter where that person is how that person is uh the capacity of that person so anything irrespective of how where and what that person is to still have that positive regard for that person to believe in that person to really feel that there is something that this person wants and there is something that the person is trying to communicate to me to have that kind of positive regard for that person is very very important and shilpa perhaps you know people may also want to know like why do we why do we need to have you know unconditional positive regard is it really required so maybe you know i can put myself in a situation where i think you know a couple of you mentioned uh, like not to prejudge that was such a lovely yeah. phrase to you like you said non judgmentally right so just put yourself in that in any conversation where you felt judged and the moment you feel judged you step back you don't want to continue talking you don't feel like opening up it's only when the person is really uh, holding that regard for you that respect for you you feel like opening up you feel like talking so everything that we talk about this unconditional positive regard it automatically leads to non judgment it's only when i am non judgmental that i can be this unconditional towards that person isn't it i mean if if i have this judgment i can't be unconditional that's a given so unconditional positive regard primarily in its literal sense means to have that unconditional regard to also know that every being has some capacity some resources and when you listen to them with this unconditional positive regard 
there is a sense of agency and probably with time they may also find access to their own resources and to make their own choices and to make their own decisions then there is a sense of ownership that then something has emerged from within then you feel like doing it yeah so that is that is unconditional positive regard um someone already shared i empathize or to empathize is a good quality so maybe you know probably the same person i think it was rupali yeah so if rupali would want to talk about you know what did she mean when she said that what did she mean when she used the word empathy rupali if you are here and if you feel comfortable talking please raise your hand or you can put it up on the chat that's also all right and and it's open to to all of us though, if you feel like sharing empathy is one word which we keep hearing which we keep talking about what does it even mean it means being in somebody else's shoes without without attaching yourself to that yeah and why do you say without attaching yourself to that because i think if i attach myself to that situation or that person i think i may not be able to empathize properly you know i may probably judge or make mm -hmm. some assumptions mm -hmm. i think you know and shweta till people process this and ask us some questions and actually move forward there is a request you know when you're done with explaining us this if you can also share an example of each of these three principles yes. you know that yes. would be yes. great yes. we will we will come to the practicality of it i'll come to the practical aspects of this how it how it can pan out so shilpa you brought up a very very interesting point that uh, you know when you when you actually get into the shoe some judgments may come up and here i would like to draw your attention and when i say your i mean everyone i would like to draw your attention to the word judgment so whenever we use the word judgment the immediate focus is on negative judgment you know so more like you know shilpa what are you doing why are you doing this what are you wearing today you know all of this so these are the things that really draw your attention the difficulty and the challenge in this listening is when you jump into someone else's shoes it's not just a negative judgment it is also the positive judgment right then you start experiencing all of those then you become that person and when you become that person then it's very hard to create that space for the other person because you have become that person so when you say that you have to understand someone's feeling but you also need to be mindful that they are not your feelings they are someone else's feelings so probably the same day someone has reached out to you and talking about anger and you are angry yourself for some reason then to be able to have a distinction between this is my anger i was feeling angry but what the other person is sharing is his or her anger it's not mine and then to not mix the two so if you are if you are able to keep when i say separate i don't mean separate as in distance to have this distinction 
there is a space for both of us in this conversation to really look at what is going on. Then I have some capacity to create some space for this person. Otherwise, I'm, I am like all over the place, feeling all of the feelings that the other person is feeling. Right? And that is why in this work, we really need to be very mindful that I am not sympathizing with that person. There is no sense of pity. There is no sense of helplessness. There is no sense of rescue. Because empathy also feels respectful. Empathy also feels equal. And where you feel safe and respected, things open up for you. You feel like you're opening up more. You feel like sharing more. More things can emerge. And as more things will emerge, more clarity will emerge. Is it, is it okay? So far, it is all right. Uh, Shilpa, I mean, if at all there is a question or if someone is sharing something on the Telegram group, you please interrupt me and uh, you know, share what they are sharing on the group. Absolutely. In fact, there are a few comments and Shweta, this sounds so, it, it sounds so hard. You know, when you said you are all over the place yourself and you need to understand and uh, be empathetic to the other person. So, I'm sure there's more coming up so that we can actually be able to do this ourselves in some way or the other, you know. So Nikita says, yes, we need to empathize and not sympathize. And uh, when you asked Rupali earlier about empathy, she, she said at that time to sympathize with the person. <laughs> but you have already covered that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you, Rupali, and thank you, Nikita, for sharing. So yeah, unconditional positive regards to really have that respect to that, for that person, to really understand that there is capacity. And there is a sense of equality right now. They may be in a, uh, in a, in a situation of distress. They may be feeling distressed because of something. That doesn't mean that they don't have resource. There is always a sense of equality. So we always operate from the sense of equality. And same with empathy. There is respect. There is understanding. Empathy, in a very, very simple terms, empathy is love. I love you. The difference is that this love is not clingy. This love is not sticky. I don't love you because you fulfill some needs. I love you. Because you are that person. And I love you and I care for you, but there is no stickiness around that. There is no clinginess around that. It's very neutral and yet very powerful. Because if there is no love, why would someone even listen to someone? If there is no care, if there is no concern, why would someone do that for the other person? It's only because you really, if, if it's only because they matter to you in whatever way. Yeah, and uh, coming to the third point, genuineness. It sounds very simple, but it is equally hard to practice. Genuineness means to genuinely, when I say unconditional positive regard, when I say empathy, 
people can also fake it people can also uh, use these techniques but it is the genuineness that would bring about the difference in texture that would make it feel authentic or inauthentic so when i say genuineness we genuinely have to believe that this unconditional positive regard and empathy are the basic qualities of listening genuineness also in terms of concern genuineness also in terms of curiosity so when you say that i have had a very rough day shweta i do not interrupt or interject and say oh shilpa tell me about it i have had an equally rough day right when you say that i have had a rough day shweta the genuineness in this relationship the genuineness in this listening will really make me wonder like okay let me see what how shilpa had has had a rough day let me just ask her so instead of me coming in instead of me coming in with any kind of statement any kind of interjection i make space for you oh so you have had a rough day so tell me about that you know so there is a genuine curiosity there is a genuine concern for that person and you really want to know what that person might be really really going through and uh, it is also interesting that uh, when there are two people so in in connecting we use certain terms which are which may sound very strange to all of you here so one is felt sense that's a very typical uh, phrase that's a very typical word uh, that we use at connecting and it actually means intuitiveness so we are intuitively designed to pick up on each other's feelings like how you can pick up you know even if the child doesn't speak probably a few months old and you can pick up if the child is in pain if the child is hungry if the child is cranky if the child is sleepy and same wah 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 will tell you different things we are wired for that so this genuineness and when i say that we are wired for that so in even in a conversation where i feel i am listening to you shilpa you are also listening to me it is never one way so like i think yesterday also we spoke about that that if i get shocked you would not want to share more right you would feel oh probably it's just too much for shweta to take let me just stop here so though i was the listener there in that conversation you were listening to my body too you were listening to my reactions too and this genuineness becomes extremely important in that case because whether you are genuinely concerned whether you are genuinely respectful of that person whether you are genuinely non judgmental all of this will show up in a conversation so from that space this genuineness is very very important yeah so these are the three basic qualities of of uh, of good listening and as i said you know really the blanket unconditional positive regard empathy and genuineness are we okay like so far are you okay shata okay okay uh so there is again like one word which i think whenever it comes to listening it it has kind of become a synonym non judgmental what do we understand by that 
what kind of conversations you feel you know sound judgmental mushata where let's say you say something to me and i bring in my beliefs and my assumptions i think that is where just judgment just jumps in even before you probably complete your sentence yeah and uh, uh, rupali says beautifully explained uh, shweta and i so agree with her so yeah about judgment shweta i think it's that you know it's it's just bringing in your beliefs and assumptions yeah yeah it's about about beliefs and assumptions now it's a very very interesting question now shilpa what do we really judge do we judge the person do we judge the behavior do we judge a statement what do we really judge so when we say we are non judgmental have we ever thought of what are we really judging here so the issue is that it differs from person to person and situation to situation Could like be. for of example course. i can think of somebody just crying for no reason and i can just immediately jump and judge and say that why are they crying you yeah. know it's yeah it's not even a big deal so at that moment yeah. i will probably judge the person and yeah. then in another if the same person is behaving in a situation in another way then i will probably yeah. judge the situation absolutely you are absolutely right shilpa you are absolutely right so there are like you know we also have our moments sometimes so uh just to give you an example i have a friend who i know is is like you know she'll just say things for the sake sake heck of it you know she'll just she just has to say something no matter what right and there is the judgment in me already so the moment she opens her mouth i'm like ah she is just going to say something even if she brings a lot of value to the table i don't pay attention to her that's a judgment so i have already judged her and because there is a judgment i am not really paying attention to other aspects of her and i am not paying attention to this moment to moment conversation maybe i have had 10 conversations with you in nine conversations you said things just for the sake of saying but for me those nine conversations have actually kind of you know defined my relationship with you so the 10th time you open your mouth i'm already done with you right so if you have someone who's like who cries or who whines or who complains we have already made our judgment and without really getting into right and wrong it we are we are it happens we are conditioned that way and we do not pay attention to positive judgments because positive judgments are rewards and the society is conditioned like that even as kid we were rewarded only when we answered correct only when we behaved well so if things didn't work out we were always reprimanded 
right? So we are conditioned that way that you only have to pay attention to good things and you are worthy only if you are doing good things. The sense of self-worth is all, already dented. And then to have all these conditions like we have had. So without meeting anyone, I know in my head that the person who always cries is absolutely useless. The person who always complains is absolutely useless. So I have already created a box. And I have like, I don't know how many boxes we have. And every time we meet someone, we pick that person and we put them in some box. So when I say non-judgment, it is hard because we, are, we all have our values and beliefs. But to be mindful for that moment at least, that it's not about me, let me see. To come in with that kind of curiosity. And to also know that, uh, I don't know how this would sound, Shilpa, and, and to all of you, there is largely we judge the behavior. We judge people because they behave a certain way. So I always, like I, like I said, you know, that uh, you're crying. And my mom told me that, you know, crying is not good. It's just a waste of time. You should just know what to do about the situation and get on with it. Crying is for stupid people. Now I am, I'm raised that way. Now it really doesn't matter who the person is. I have this condition that crying is useless. Now anyone who cries fits in this box. I am judging this behavior constantly. And because we are constantly judging behavior, we have no time, no capacity, no bandwidth to go underneath, to really look at, and to really come up with this question. And, and not like a complaint, not like a complaint in terms of why does she always cry? To really wonder, why does she always cry? What is really going on with her? That could be an opening. That curiosity, that concern could be an opening. So every time we, we judge a behavior, we have to understand that that behavior is a manifestation of some feelings. If I am crying that there, there is something, some unpleasant feelings that I am not feeling okay about. I am crying because I know no one pays attention to me. No one talks to me. Everyone takes me for granted. That could be one thing. Where is that coming from? So, uh, to take it like, you know, a, a step further, probably it's a little too early, but I would still like to introduce it here. Each one of us here, present, each one of us, you know, wherever we are, whoever we are, we have needs. Probably there is no person without any need. We all have needs. When those needs are met, we are euphoric. So happy. And that's such a pleasant feeling. When those needs are not met, they give rise to these unpleasant feelings. 
And if we do not have a space, if we do not uh, know what to do about these uh, unpleasant feelings, the behavior will keep manifesting. So just to give you a very small example, if there is a child, let's say three-year-old child, and misbehaving with someone, people blame the parents. That's a that's a general, you know, conversation. Or that may, you know, didn't pay attention to. But slowly, since that need, some need in that child is not being met. And for whatever reason, even as parents, we have some capacity. We are not like, you know, we are not limitless as parents. As a mother, I have become a mother. That, that doesn't mean that my resources are limitless. We all have limited resources. So for whatever reason, I'm not saying that parents are wrong. But uh, the child is being, is being judged. Initially, the parents get judged because the child misbehaves. The certain needs continue to not meet. And the behavior continue to grow. Now the child is 19-year-old. Now the child is 20-year-old. And then we start labeling the person. Now the parents have gone. Now we don't go back to the parents. Now the child is an adult. The child is responsible for his or her actions. Now we blame the child. At least in our workshop, we have come to see this, that everything starts from there. You know, how we were uh, supported when we needed support. And it just goes on. It just builds like that. And then that becomes our pattern, that becomes our coping mechanism because I don't know how else to cope with that. I was made to believe that I was not worthy because my brother was doing so well in whatever, you know, academics, non-extracurricular. Now, I know how to feel worthy only when I win. Just imagine, you know, 18, 19 years of that same conditioning. I don't know how to lose. I am such a sore loser. I still remember, Shilpa, we had one call. And I can never forget this call. I can never forget this call. I was speaking with a volunteer who had a, such a difficult time supporting this caller. The caller called and was extremely distressed, extremely distressed. Because he was in the 12th standard, the caller scored 93-94%. And super stressed. And here the volunteer, because when the volunteer spoke to me, the volunteer was like, Shweta, I didn't know what to do. I have been an average student all my life. I have never scored more than 70% ever. And I have always been like, 70% is like too good. And here I have a caller who scored 93% and still feeling distressed only because the expectation is to score 98%. Again, coming back to Bishop, it is not necessary that every time the parents put that pressure. But the child is drawing, at least in this case, the child was drawing his sense of worthiness from those marks. So anything below 98% was not acceptable. Anything below 98% looked like a failure, seemed like a failure, and we were so distressed for that. So just see how this all pans out. 
yeah so uh, so yeah i feel at least you know today if the take away could be to make that space for someone not come in with any judgment any opinion any remark any advice any solution no matter what hold yourself back even if you are able to hold yourself back for say 20 seconds it's enough that would also give you some space and in those 20 seconds just see for yourself if you are able to see if you are able to really focus on the other person and wonder okay let me just keep quiet for a while and see what this person is trying to convey just that nothing else you don't have to get into any there is no technique there are no skills so here is like you know this is how i would want to, all of you probably you know to try this out just take a step back just hold yourself back for some time and make space for the other person and you will also realize that you in the process you are also making space for yourself is it too much shilpa shilpa i'm actually going to try this it's not at all too much it makes complete sense i all i was thinking was this is so hard this is so hard but we have to begin somewhere you know and it is only by these 20 seconds if i get that for yeah. 20 seconds i think i will get to 20 minutes and then probably the next yes. 20 years so definitely yes. we have to start and shweta this is really important not just with people who make us feel uncomfortable you know i think the yes. we try to help others to probably make ourselves feel comfortable i think sometimes so this is really important to just clear all those expectations assumptions and just be you know shata thank you thanks a lot yeah thank you shilpa thank you so yeah i i i don't want to and that it's not even needed i think yesterday we also spoke about how we don't have too many psychologists working with us as volunteers because it's not required you just have to be human and we all are human there is always this capacity listening is there most of the time you know some conversations which feel more meaningful where you feel more connected you are doing this but you are doing this without that awareness so yeah i think after today if at all you are able to do this a little more consciously you put a little more effort in just holding yourself back for some time and see what emerges for yourself and for the other person and the same conversation you can have with yourself too so everything like you know i have had such a terrible day my partner my children my house my work and i'm going absolutely crazy and i'm constantly having this conversation with me this one is stupid that one didn't do the work well that one you know didn't respond on time all of that take a breath take a couple of moments for yourself and see what is going on and it is all right to tell yourself also out loud i am really feeling all over the place today. and i'm so annoyed that none of my work or nothing 
is working out for me today. You deserve it. We all deserve it. We all deserve to hear it from someone and that someone could be you yourself. So yes, this, this listening that we spoke about today, this unconditional positive regard, the, the empathy, the genuineness, it may feel hardest, but start with yourself. Because we are most critical of ourselves. We are very, very hard on ourselves. If others don't judge, we judge ourselves. And we are constantly judging ourselves. I didn't do this well. If I do well, then I'm always doubtful. I take criticisms to my heart, but if someone appreciates me, I just dismiss it. Oh, come on. So just imagine, we don't need others to judge. We are, we are constantly judging ourselves. So start with yourself. Give yourself those seconds. Take a pause. And then do this with others. You don't have to get into counseling. You don't have to get into advice. You don't have to get into rescue. Not all the time. And even if you feel like, you know, even if that advice is needed, let that advice come from a clearer space. And to have that clearer space, you need that, that voice. So I would be very, very happy if, you know, if we can start from there, if we can just start with, I mean, this is like a mantra, you know, hold up. Step back. 